or stocks on my watch list for potential buys this week. Like many of you, I try to add money into my portfolio on a weekly basis to help it grow. And these are the four stocks I'm keeping an eye on. So let's get started. All right, so the first stock is one that I don't personally own in my portfolio right now, and that is Amazon. Most of you guys probably know me for either growth style investments or my semiconductor investments, but I do own big tech companies like Alphabet, like Microsoft, like Meta Platform. So Amazon is not so different from my normal investment style either. We can see right now Amazon sitting at $93.46. And look at that. In the past five years, this stock is only up 19%. There's a lot of headwinds affecting the e-commerce space. And we can see Amazon right now is down roughly 48.8% from its all-time highs roughly. Uh, So it's definitely pulled down a nice amount. But like we're going to see, I believe there's plenty and plenty of tailwinds for all the numerous markets that Amazon hits. I mean, we can see these price points are price points that we also saw in 2018. And I do believe this is a better company since 2018, right? So much has improved. So first, I want to say my first main reason to want to focus investing in Amazon is their AWS segment, right? We can see most recent quarter, this was up 20% year over year, and we continue to see the strong growth quarter over quarter. While that growth might not be, while that growth might be the accelerating quarter over quarter, is still pretty impressive in my opinion, right? 20% year over year growth. Um, it's not something to laugh about. It's something pretty impressive, especially if this is the segment that continues to provide operating income for Amazon. The second thing is cloud-based and subscription-based, in my opinion, is going to continue, especially now with this overall push of artificial intelligence and generative AI into the consumer market and into software markets and kind of integrations. So I do believe AWS, their data center infrastructure, is going to be a big win especially especially if we continue to see this popularity of generative ai and other types of ai consumption based products being released to the public so i'm super excited for aws i mean aws has huge they they mentioned that they recently collaborated with hugging face um to kind of increase some other generative ai this is i believe a huge language based uh, a huge language based model um we also know that aws has amazon SageMaker, which is their solutions for deep deploying machine learnings uh for developers into their infrastructure so amazon is a big player here and i do believe aws can continue to grow from here some other of their opportunities in my opinion is online stores right e-commerce right now is taking quite a hit we can see there wasn't much growth in online store from 2021 and 2022 i do believe that's just the overall macroeconomics that we're seeing right now in two, three, four, five years, I do believe the online store will be bigger than it is right now. So obviously another bullish point. The next thing is, in my opinion, outside of AWS and online store, their subscription services and also their advertisement services. Advertisement services we can see continues to grow even on a weak advertisement wallet market. We can see continues to grow for Amazon. I do believe once this ad market picks back up maybe not next year but eventually amazon will be able to grab a nice amount of dollars here obviously their subscription services is still also growing a nice amount from 2020 was roughly 19.7 billion now sitting at 37.7 billion and again all these solutions are going to help them out and kind of create that cycle wheel especially with the advertisement market I know a lot of you like to look at valuation metrics. I think maybe for Amazon, this is one I personally would like to look at, EV to EBITDA metrics. 
right now sitting at 24.17. It seems like it's the average and also probably roughly the median for Amazon. So I don't think right now it's a huge, huge buying opportunity based on this metric, but I believe it's a great dollar cost averaging opportunity, right? This is not a portion where I would throw so much money into Amazon, but kind of more like, oh, if I had, if I had no position, start with an entry position. And if I did have a position, dollar cost average, because I do believe there's a huge opportunity for Amazon in the long term of things. So I hope you guys enjoy the first one. Let me know if you guys have Amazon in your portfolio or why you pass on it. The second company all has to kind of go back to my roots. You guys know me. I'm a huge semiconductor guy. I have that semiconductor channel. Make sure to follow that. AMD advanced micro devices. I do believe this is one of my first multi baggers in my portfolio. I got early on in this one many, many years ago and Again, semiconductors, my bread and butter. Right now, we can see sitting at $83.23, down roughly from its all-time high, from its 52-week high, the stock is still down roughly 32%. Right now, again, a lot and a lot of headwinds impacting the semiconductor space, especially in the consumer side, right? Consumer segment, their gaming segment is down year over year. We are seeing that over-inventory correction. Data center market, even though it is growing 42% year over year in the most recent quarter, we do expect some form of slowdown, at least in the first half of 2023. Again, I do believe all this is short-term pain. I do want to say there's long-term opportunity in all these segments. The data center segment, just how I mentioned with Amazon, artificial intelligence, and kind of just the overall growth of clouding solutions is going to be dependent on a lot of this uh, hardware that um, advanced micro devices provides. The client segment, again, we are seeing a weaker consumer market, especially with over inventory correction, but eventually there's going to be a PC recycle happening that we are going to see an increase here in client revenue. The gaming revenue, again, may be weak right now, but in eventually a gaming cycle in the long term of things will be profitable. The embedded market allows AMD to enter aerospace, automotive, medical, and the list goes on. And we can see that's a big portion of this company's total revenue. Uh, it also is a great portion of this company's gross margins as well. This is one of their most profitable segments. Before we go any further, I want to thank you for watching. And I need your help to reach my goal of 30,000 subscribers by the end of the year. So if you can do me a favor, hit that subscribe button and thumbs up. Also, if you want some fantastic insight into the semiconductor industry, join my other channel, Semiconductor Investing and More, where I use my electrical engineering background to break down the semiconductor market. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. I mean, I'm super excited for AMD and their server CPU. The fourth generation was recently announced, Genoa. And while the fourth generation might have a slower ramp up because it's a whole new socket base compared to previous generations, I do believe in the long term of things, uh, AMD is going to continue to win market share here in the data center market. And again, with the overall clouding solutions, digital infrastructure, and things like artificial intelligence, I do believe AMD is going to be a great winner. Again, let's take a closer look. EV to EBITDA ratios here. We can see 23.46 in the past five years. It looks like it's one on the cheaper end, and this is a better company right now, especially with all the solutions it offers. I believe plenty of tailwinds. This is one that I, I mean, it's, I want to say my number three position in my portfolio, number three or number four. Um, 
actually it varies between number two to number four depending on the day uh but amd is one that i believe if i didn't have a big position as i have now i wouldn't mind entering with a nice position right now even though it could be volatile in the short term of things i think in the long term this one provides the best growth valuation opportunity compared to all the other semiconductor companies that i own so amd is choice number two let me know what you guys think of amd now number three this is one that's pretty interesting again i'm focusing on some big tech the last company i'm gonna look at is one in the growth market but google alphabet however you want to call it right now sitting at 92 dollars we can see year to date the stock is only up 3.4 percent while a lot of the tech market is up huge we can see from its 52 week high the stock is down roughly 35 percent and i want to say from its five-year max is probably down even more let's take a closer look from its five-year max the stock is down roughly 38 percent a lot of things happening here with alphabet a few numerous headwinds first the advertisement space right that's definitely being impacted and if we take a closer look at alphabet's kind of revenue segment we can see that this is slowing down a bit google services totals uh, google advertisement was down year over year um, for the fourth quarter i do expect this headwind to continue but again, that, I, I believe that's more of a short-term thing. In the long-term, Google is going to continue to be the leader here in the ad space. Other headwind we're seeing is this battle, AI battle with Met, um, with Bing and Microsoft. That one is one that could be tricky, but we have to see how that plays out. In my opinion, not too, too much risk at the moment. What I do believe is a huge risk is there are a lot of lawsuits coming out for Google. I've done a video with that earlier with Toby. Make sure to check that out. I'll try to post the link here. But where we talk about all the recent lawsuits that are coming out for, uh, for Alphabet, and those are ones to keep in mind. And in my opinion, this is probably the main reason Alphabet is only up 3.3% year to date. Uh, so if you're not worried about those legal lawsuits or what can go on from there, I do believe Alphabet has a great opportunity right now. I don't think the AI battle is much to worry about. It might be something in the short term of thing, but Alphabet has strong engineers. They have strong data sets. They will be able to create an amazing AI for their solutions and combat their competition. The real question is, how much money are they going to lose in the process of doing so because alphabet has such a huge user base so very similar to everything else i do believe alphabet has numerous headwinds in the short term of things but in the long term i do believe the probability of success is very very high outside of that we do know that youtube uh, youtube ads is down year over year one of the main reasons the company was down on their google advertisement Remember, YouTube is pushing YouTube Shorts. YouTube Shorts is a bit heavy, hard, hard to monetize, and they're trying to grab users, trying to get that market share back from likes of TikTok. So for them to really push YouTube Shorts and maybe take a hit on monetization is a smart move. Uh, I do believe this will improve over time as the advertising market continues to grow. Then, obviously, Google Cloud, very similar to what I mentioned with Amazon and AWS, the kind of consumption base and kind of development of generative AI and software with AI solutions are going to need a strong power that the Google Cloud infrastructure and AWS infrastructure provides to developers. So I really, really like Google for that reason. Um, and again, I mentioned some of those headwinds affecting it right now. A quick look at EV to EBITDA ratio right now sitting at 12.1. Cheap, roughly one of the cheapest has been in the past five years. Again, I mentioned some of those risks, but I do enjoy this at this price point right now. 
Now, the final one is one that is a huge growth stock. And this is one that I believe a lot of investors might not like. Uh, understandably so. I understand both the bearish and bullish case for Unity. Unity right now is a company sitting at a market cap of $10.6 billion. We can see year-to-date is only up 4.7% from its 52-week high. The stock is down dramatically, down over 74%. In my opinion, Unity sitting at a market cap of $10 billion. A big tech giant, if they weren't worried of regulatory declineness or, or or pushback from from regulators this would be a company that big tech would purchase easily easily for 10 billion dollars and pay a premium so for that reason in my opinion unity is uh one that i also own in my portfolio and want to increase my overall exposure unity is used in various industries for the real-time 3d solutions for video games to architecture automotive and film They are also very similar to Google, very, very dependent in the advertisement market right now. And that's seeing a a lot and a lot of weakness. When that picks back up, I do believe Unity investors will be very, very happy. Next, outside of that, we are seeing this huge machine learning trend right now. Unity provides a lot of machine learning agents for not only gaming, but other types of solutions like robotics and driving. So I do believe this could be a winner as they continue to grow those solutions outside of gaming. Uh, I want to say price to sales ratio sitting at 6.1. One of the biggest complaints for this company right now is that huge dilutions of shares, something that obviously I keep a track of. And can understand why certain investors might not like this company. But like I mentioned, a lot of growth opportunity, especially sitting at $10 billion. So these are the four stocks on my watch list. Let me know what are the four on your watch list this week. Take care. Have a good day and see you all next time.